0: Why, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land, or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co host, Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian, status community outreach liaison of the Building Materials Projectile Staging Logistics Committee of the West Florida Guild of Professional Anarchist, Local Chapter 151, Wiley.
1: How are you doing, sir? Pretty sure I'm uh, struggling with the early stages of uh, dementia. Really? Yeah, I think so.
0: Is that your way of saying that you're going to run for president?
1: <laughs> you know that is a qualifier. So you I know. mean,
0: it seems like that—that's what you have to have.
1: I'm—I'm I'm pretty sure that's the case. Yeah. No, my brain just hasn't been working for the past week or so. It's a very strange thing. Yeah. You know. Really? Yeah. Like, what's the problem? What do you attribute it to? I don't know. I—I'm having a hard time uh, thinking clearly. Do you have
0: a vitamin deficiency?
1: I doubt that. Yeah. Have you not that. smoked enough weed? Uh, no, I've—I've I've done a little bit this week, so uh, I'm sure I have my recommended daily allowance at least. You know, well, you know, so. per the CDC, yeah, I think I'm just, you know, uh, going, uh, going full on Biden here. You're you gonna know, go full on Biden, huh? yeah, pretty sure, pretty sure. So, thinking is, has become challenging. I think I'll just stop doing it altogether.
0: You just stop doing it altogether, yeah. yeah. Are you going for like it's a lobotomy? It's overrated. Are you gonna get a lobotomy? Uh, you know, and I don't seal the deal. I, I
1: think if I wait long enough, uh, if this keeps going at this pace, I just won't need a lobotomy, you know, yeah, but you still want to get one, though. You think I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of afraid of needles, so. But you won't be afraid of needles after that. Well, <laughs> that's a good point. I probably just won't care. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure. Do they still do lobotomies? I don't know. I don't know either. I will have to look that up. I, I'm pretty sure they I'll don't. Google search. Yeah, that. I don't think they they've been doing that for like sixty years or something. Oh, really? Yeah, I think that's a little bit passe. Oh, all
0: right.
1: Yeah, drilling into someone's uh, you know uh, brain and you know scrambling it like an egg. That's uh, usually people don't uh, people don't go for that these kind of days. I got you. Yeah. So
0: well, I wanted to start today's show. With um, a listener message. Okay. Now, I'm going to have to encrypt the message a little bit, so I'm not going to be able to say it fully because I want to keep the anonymity of the listener intact in giving this message. Okay. But at the same time, I did want to at least kind of... It was a very nice message, too, by the way. So. Okay. So this is from, uh, let's just say, um, Jill. We'll use her name as Jill. Yeah. Jill writes... Did think, she go up the hill? No. 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 I think I finally understand your undying hatred of Trump fans. I don't really feel like I have an undying hatred of Trump fans, but I think I understand the point
1: she was making. I have an endless amusement with them.
0: Okay, we'll go with that. Yeah. I've always found them a bit odd, and occasionally I get annoyed with them when they come to our uh, meetings. But tonight we we had our meeting with some patriots because so-and-so's out of town. And -and so-and-so was the main speaker. After being locked in a room with 75 75 of these people for two hours, including singing Proud to be an American and the Pledge of Allegiance and the Star Spangled Banner and watching a video about how vaccines kill people, I wanted to blow my brains out. The mask Karens and the anti-mass Karens, as I call the two sides, are just as obnoxious and I hate them both equally. (laughs) They both say (laughs) you are evil for either wearing or not wearing a mask and getting or not getting a vaccine or daring to disagree with them on any other issue. I don't blame you one bit for running away from politics. I'm glad you seem to be recovering more of your sanity each week on the show because I know you weren't doing well for a while. Been there, done that myself, and I know what a deep pit it is to get out of.
1: Yeah, Jill. Well, uh, welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> you are you are. Uh, I would say two thirds on your journey to uh, full on anarchism. Yeah. So I
0: just I just wanted to. I, I when I got that message. I just, it was, it you know what, here's the thing. It made me so happy right that even when I wrote that I'm like, oh, thank you very much. I really do appreciate the comments and stuff like that. It means a lot to me. I don't think that the, the amount that, it, that I how appreciate the comment. How sincere you
1: were. You, you, you couldn't convey how, how much you meant, you meant it, right? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I had
0: to mean it by like starting the show with it.
1: Right. And yeah. being
0: like, I really do appreciate that. And I think that it's, uh, it really meant a lot when I saw it. Yeah. So thank you very much, Jill.
1: Yeah, it, it really is easier and easier these days as the, you know, the political battle lines become just so absolutely ridiculous. Um, and the the people who follow and uh, live the dogma of the various political sides, um, you know, it, it's, it becomes that much easier to just say, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. i want nothing to do with any of this you know and that's inevitably i think uh, that's what happens to a lot of thinking people you know what i'm saying people who are paying enough attention to realize oh this is just a shit show no matter what yeah you know and it's it's it has as much to do with the people who support it as the people who are in power you know? yeah
0: yeah it, it, look the tribalism has got to go if you really want to come up with any
1: solutions, but you're not gonna, it's not gonna, it's not gonna happen. It doesn't matter. Tribalism doesn't need to go. It needs to get much, much, much more extreme (laughs) (laughs) until Mad Max is at the top of the chart. Okay. So hold on. Okay.
0: So you've already brought this up and I wasn't going to start here. (laughs) I know,
1: but it it was a good segue. We needed to go here though. Right.
0: So I think what we need is we really need to get... And I'm going to... This isn't the name we finalize it with. Okay. This is the name I'm starting yeah,
1: with. Yeah, this is just an idea we're fleshing out Okay,
0: here. so we need a dystopian future chart.
1: Right, right. So and I, let's, I hit, hold on, let's start with the name first, though.
0: Okay. Is dystopian future chart... The correct terminology that I, we need. To I use.
1: don't know that it is, and uh, I think so- I think we should open it up to listeners for suggestions. But let me just throw out what like the the picture I have in my mind. Okay, okay. So like it's um, I'm I'm picturing like a, a board with a bunch of those fundraiser thermometers on it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. Like like as as it gets closer to that, the the mercury so and so, so called in the thermometer the fundraising thermometer increases. And so you've got like Matrix, Terminator, Mad Max, Idiocracy. Walking Dead. W- walking Dead. Do you want to go with the Walking Dead? I'm more of a fan of 28 Days Later, but I guess we can do Walking Dead.
0: I feel like Walking Dead has earned more of the moniker than
1: 28 Days Later. You know why? Because I just don't fear the Walking Dead. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It's right. like if, if you can like outwalk them there's like, you know, that's just Saturday. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the, that's the mall.
0: <laughs> you well, know? I think that, but I don't think that 28 days later is going to be as realistic of his dopian future as The Walking Dead is.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, I, I guess so. Because The Walking Dead is kind of like if you combine idiocracy with 28 days later, you'd get The Walking Dead. Yeah. All, All right, right, so we can call it that.
0: Hold on, hold on real quick, though. I do want to see if I can, can if I can convince you to make or one We Or Cassandra correction. Trigger. We got to have, Cassandra, a, trigger, we gotta have
1: Cassandra Trigger on there, too. All
0: right, so let me see if I can convince you of one thing, though okay you had all the thermometers going up right right what if they were all going sideways like it's a race oh and then, yeah like
1: we can you know they they overtake each other oh my god like the carnival game where you squirt water at the horses yeah 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 yes like the carnival game. yes i like love the it. carnival game. i love it so you I prefer sideways I, I prefer sideways now yeah so that was just kind of like my my uh, first rough idea but yours is better so, and each one has like a little moniker. A so little like moniker. one's got the Terminator, yeah. you know, another one's got, uh, you know, all my balls. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, well, of course, a zombie, you got to do a zombie. Yeah. And then you got to do the Terminator. Like, uh, well, we did the Terminator. Yeah. and You got to do like a, uh, I don't know, I'm thinking like a, uh, you know, um, muscle car with spikes on it for uh, the Mad Max future. Yes. You know, something like that. Yeah, I like and it. And we
0: need to make a website like the debt chart.
1: Yes, yes. And it's constantly, you know, ticking up. Yeah, yeah, and it's just moving. <laughs>
0: and you just add yeah. the articles that allow you to go to which one moves. <laughs> right. And then you
1: do that. All right. Well, th- now it sounds like a lot of work. So uh, I'm not doing that. But it's a great <laughs> idea. <laughs> It should be easy. Uh, yeah, yeah, for uh, someone who cares. Oh, okay. You know, you somebody who's care. willing to put the work. No, I love the idea, I, and I, I would love if somebody did that. Now hold on a second, though.
0: <laughs> so, but hold on. Let's get let's get back to this. Okay. This dystopian future chart. Do you have a better name than that?
1: I, I feel like that needs work, um, but um, oh, the race to dystopia. Oh, there you go. There you go. That's it.
0: Well, hold on would you just put that at the top
1: mm-hmm. yeah like the
0: races and then dystopian future or chart? maybe
1: the 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 great dystopian race or something like that all yeah right. when you say it that way it sounds like a, a race of people you know um yeah something to that effect I think we're close we're close you think we're close Yeah, we'll put that out to the listeners uh, you know go on our what social media do we have left do we have any social media <laughs> left <laughs> I don't know I don't look at any of it Facebook we have Facebook all right go well, hold to, on you have Facebook and patreon Oh, okay. You can do it on Patreon. You can I leave mean, comments on there. You can, you on can there. leave comments on Patreon. Okay. Well, uh, choose your uh, choose your social media platform and leave us some comments on on what we should. Well, do Well, actually, with that. you only have two choices. You have oh, for fuck's sake, dude.
0: You have Facebook or pan or
1: go to Trump's blog. Okay, <laughs> 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 and, and tell him. I'm sure he'll get the information to us. <laughs> Holy shit! No. You no, no, don't no. think he will No, no, guess, he'll, no, he'll give us a call. He'll let us know. Oh, I'm sure. He, I'm sure. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm sure he's got nothing he else going on. He's sure he's got nothing else going on. Yeah. So, yeah, but I, I like the idea. So, but this week uh, we, we've had uh, a lot of competition for who's going to win that race on a lot of different levels. Yes. You know?
0: Yes, we have. Okay. So there's one vote, one additional vote for the Terminator. That's yeah. going to, that's going to be on the, the, the dystopian future chart. And that was the Pentagon inches toward letting AI control weapons. Have they not watched the fucking movie Terminator? Uh, no like, shit. I mean, really? Right. Are we really doing this? I, like, I can't, when I saw this, I re- look. When I saw it, my first reaction was, I didn't realize that Wired was doing like sat- satiric articles.
1: Right? Oh, yeah. yeah yeah because i'm like there's no, no this, way this is true no this is real man this is real i mean we literally have sex dolls saying that he, he, mankind needs to be eradicated <laughs> you know? and here we are like putting this the same type of uh let's put a rocket launcher on the bitch right yeah let's let's weaponize them no no that's a really really bad idea yeah yeah but hey uh that's uh i think terminator is uh is definitely uh you know in in a solid lead i think you know should hang on a second let me ask you this should it be terminator or matrix because i see it more like a matrix you know
0: i feel like ai machines with guns really is more of a terminator than a yeah matrix.
1: yeah but the the way it could play out could be much more matrix like
0: i'm not saying that it couldn't be i'm not yeah. saying that there's not some there's not some um i'm not saying that there's not some similarities between the two right But what I'm saying is, is that like uh, I'm feeling more Terminator when I my my instant gut reaction was Terminator.
1: Because there's a there's a high probability that we're already in the matrix. So. Uh, So which is interesting, because now uh, we're we will uh, we might end up creating a simulation within a simulation. Right. And who knows which one? I mean, we're like, you know, eight degrees of uh, inception here with the Simulation levels now. So, so at least we got to get one Mad Max in there somewhere.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. Well, let's hold on. Let's get Mad Max rising in two spots on the DFC. Right and now, I see. I used DFC is the dystopian future chart. Okay. So I kind of like the moniker DFC, like the DFC. You
1: know, rising two spots on the DFC this week. Oh, well, how about uh, the DFR? Dystopian future race. Now, see, future race seems you know. Uh, that sounds a little too sickile for me, you know. What yeah, I'm saying? yeah, yeah. So I, I guess we stick with the dystopian future chart.
0: I kind of like the name, but like I was hoping you could come up with something better, well, like off the fly. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, maybe
0: we'll. Maybe the maybe the listeners the listeners have might, might
1: bail us out on that. They might. But uh, this week, rising two spots on the DFC charts, uh, rocking it up there is uh, street racing uh, with Mad Max. Yeah. So apparently, uh, all across America. There has been a uh, drastic rise in deadly street racing. So, um, you know, apparently people driving cars really fast and then crashing them because they don't know how to drive really fast. Um, yeah, it's uh, apparently this is a big deal. Um, but uh, it does it does help uh, take us towards the one that I'm looking for, and that is the the Mad Max future, which is my favorite of all of them.
0: I just want you to know, by the way, that dystopianfuturechart.com is available.
1: <laughs> you to register it now <laughs> well at least before we broadcast the show so no one beats us to it but yeah um yeah street racing has become more of a thing now not necessarily is that a a full step towards the uh mad Max dystopia but it's it's kind of like a feel good you know what I'm saying hold on what do you mean that uh people are killing each other with cars intentionally out there on the road which is you know very Mad Max like
0: well no no no. that is very Mad Max like and I will tell you this though the other thing I'm noticing more and more is that vehicles seem to be more prepared for the dystopian future of Mad Max how is that okay well one I've seen a lot more semis with like pointy fucking spikes on the side of their fucking tires man like some yeah. serious shit that's coming off. like it's coming off like six
1: inches yeah
0: like I, I didn't think that, that was I, I why
1: yeah uh you know what are you doing with those i don't know but if you like uh if a if a trucker like uh you know merges uh into you with those spikes it's gonna do a hell of a lot of damage
0: yeah right
1: yeah like that's the one
0: thing the second thing is it seems like more people have those like cages on the front of their vehicles you know how like the cops normally have those cages in the front of their vehicles right brush guards well yeah but these are what these are like i mean like i said this is mad max looking shit yeah like like, what are you doing? Like, what are you possibly running into with some of the shit I've seen on? And this is private, like, you oh, know, yeah, yeah, not well,
1: police vehicles. I used to have that on, on my uh, Jeep Cherokee. You know, I put a br- big brush card on it. You Did know. you? Yeah. Okay. And I, I used it all the time to hit things.
0: Okay, hold on here. Experts say that TV shows and movies glorifying street racing has already fueled an interest in recent years. Then shutdowns associated with the pandemic clearly normal normally clogged highways. Oh, cleared normally clogged highways as commuters work. Oh, home. oh my god! Yeah, nice. Oh my god! Yeah. So we're gonna blame Fast and Furious for this, huh? And COVID. And COVID. <laughs> Fast and Furious and fucking COVID.
1: Right. Right. I like it. Oh my god. Yeah. Fucking so bad. Well, so it, fucking at bad. least the uh, the the Walking Dead uh, dystopia has dropped a few points on the DFC this week. As the CDC like uh, lifts all the uh, mask bans and everything like that. Well, yeah, so. we
0: got a couple more things to talk about before we get there,
1: though. Oh, do we? Yeah, that was a.
0: It was a. You know what? It was a. It was a good attempt at you a know, segue, but like you, you you came too fast.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, a, a little early. I sometimes. A little early. I, I sometimes have a problem with the premature segue, adjacent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no. So, well, one of the things that might help uh, with this if we actually communicated before the show. Uh, about how we were gonna you know cover well here's the thing thing. though i
0: have it it's in the it's in the list since you went to the dystopian future chart thing first it's in the list there i can't follow all what do you mean you can't follow there's
1: like eight 18 pages here. This is like war, not 18 pages. War. You made the show notes like war and fucking peace. It used to be like a, you know, a few sentence roadmap of what we were going to cover Now it's like literally I'm I'm looking at I'm on page seven. I spent some good time page here. fucking seven. I spent some good time here. Yeah. So this this is an article of what 2020
0: could look like if we don't do anything about climate change. Hot, a constant cough, regular mask wearing. These people are now taking the. Pandemic That's fucking over, by the way. Right. And now they're saying like, well, this could only be the beginning. So this this article, this is like some future fear porn shit like you've never seen it, by the way. I want to start. I actually want to read the beginning of this just to show you how much the fear porn is actually on this. It's 2050. A climate change worst case scenario has come to pass. The air is polluted, making you cough. You have to check the air quality even before opening a window. When you go outside, your eyes water and you have to wear a mask. On bad days, a high-tech mask, If you that is if you can afford it. Depending on where you live, the temperature can be as hot as 140 degrees Fahrenheit for more than a month each year. In public restrooms, you have to pay to use hot water. And there's a mental toll to living in a world that feels like a dangerous obstacle course people feel bottomless despair and re- and resent previous generations for their lack of action. This worst-case scenario is what life could be like if no progress is made in slowing greenhouse gases to mitigate climate change, according to Christina Figuera and Tom Rivet Karnak in their 2020 book The Future We Choose: The Stubborn Op- Optimist's Guide to the Climate Crisis.
1: Yeah, that's uh that's total and utter bullshit. There's no even the the most absolutely insanely um, you know uh, skewed and worst case scenario projections it's not 140 degrees in 30 years yeah. unless you happen to be in Death Valley I got you here's the thing first hmm. off
0: our air is cleaner than it's ever been right now right the most clean it's ever been right so your whole gonna cough in the fucking future thing you're fucking full of shit for one like the thing is this. Do you think no technology is going to come around to handle any of these fucking problems, by the way? Like, we have technology coming out the fucking ass. And you're going to sit there and try to fucking fear porn everybody? Like, don't get me wrong. It'll work because there's a whole lot of fucking sheep in this fucking world. But the thing about it is this. These people, I don't want the government involved in shooting them and in killing them. And technically, I'm not really in favor of the death penalty anymore. But I make a fucking exception here. Because you fucking stupid fear porn merchant motherfuckers are doing nothing but trying to scare the living fuck out of people over and over and over again, you fucking pieces of
1: shit. You, you know, it is funny that now that everyone has stopped being afraid of COVID for the most part, and I, I can tell you, collectively out there, at least in my anecdotal experience, everyone has is, is stopped being afraid of COVID. Now it seems like suddenly they're bombarding us with all these other things that we need to be afraid of, you know, oh, yeah. and like climate change, they're doubling down on that. Um, what, what's the other one they're doing? Oh, terrorism is back. Oh, yeah. Hold hey, on. folks, terrorism's back. Yeah, yeah. This is a good segue, <laughs> by the way.
0: So the U.S. and what I wrote on the top of this, can you just go back to being scared of terrorists again? Question <laughs> right. mark. This time will include some white ones. Okay. Because that's what they're doing. This is the thing. You couldn't get everybody to be afraid of like foreign terrorists as well as domestic terror. You had to get them both. You had to get foreign and domestic. Right. So a national terrorism alert issued Friday warns that violent extremists may take advantage of the easing of pandemic restrictions to conduct attacks. Now, here's... Listen to the next paragraph by the way cuz this is very telling. The alert does not does not cite any specific threats. <laughs> right. <laughs> There's no fucking threat, but it warns of potential danger from an increasingly complex and volatile mix that includes domestic terrorists inspired by various grievances, racial or ethnic hatred and influences from
1: abroad. All right. Let's think this through for a minute. Okay. So you had terrorists F- who for the past, uh, I'm, I don't know, I'm going to say 16 months of the, the quote unquote pandemic have been staying at home because, you know, the guy with the suicide vest, he doesn't want to get covid. Well, yeah, before he, he blows himself he's up, gonna, he's going to he's going to apply social distancing. measures Exactly. Exactly. And, and the, the person who was going to go, you know, uh, uh, shoot up, uh, you know, some public venue or something like that. Well, you know, he, he, he doesn't want to get sick. And He doesn't certainly doesn't want to, uh, to spread the disease, so he's he's not going to go out and, and shoot a, a bunch of people when uh, you know there's a possibility of catching COVID. Yeah. So I, I mean, it's just it's that kind of insanity. Well, no, and all, I don't. know what they're going to say in response at
0: home. No, let me give you let me give, them, right, de- right. let me give you the devil's or the idiots response to that. Okay, but Adrian, they closed down all uh, the movie theaters and the uh, places where a lot of people get together at. So there, right. you had to you got to wait until uh uh. Uh, what's the what's the word I got to use there? You know, Adrian. No, I had to get stupid there at the end. Sorry, sorry. I feel dumber actually having to use that voice. I couldn't.
1: I couldn't tell if you were actually, uh, you know, pantomiming stupidity or just expressing your own.
0: (laughs) No, I was trying to pantomime stupidity, but a little bit. I got a little bit. You you got a
1: little bit lost. So yeah, yeah, it kind of like uh, spread. Yeah. Yeah. See, it's contagious, man. It is. You see, it's like COVID. It's just like COVID. Wear your stupid mask. Yeah. (laughs) Stop the spread of stupid people. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's it's totally true, no, no, though. But no, the problem is, what you did was you closed everything
0: else down, so everybody had to go to these certain places, so you had a big bunch of people going to certain places.
1: Right. But dumbasses. I know, I know. Well, you know, it's they always want you afraid of something. And you know what? Here's the thing. I don't even... I don't even like get mad at the fear mongers anymore. I don't get mad at the people writing the articles about how climate change in 2050 and we're all going to die or, you know, terrorism is back because COVID's over. Yeah. I don't get mad at those people. I'm now to the point where I get mad at the people who believe it, you know, because here's the thing. How many times do they have to pull the fucking football out before you stop trying to kick it? You know, every fucking time you people get afraid of something you know we just went through this whole covid thing and it, it looking back in in retrospect i'm going to fucking say it just like i said from the goddamn beginning it wasn't a big fucking deal it was not a big fucking deal you know all you people comp- comparing it to the spanish flu okay look even in the the worst case scenario 400,000 people died in the course of, you know, 16 months or whatever. Yeah. Okay. The Spanish flu killed millions in the U.S. And our population was one-tenth of what it was today. Yep. You know? Mm -hmm. And here we are acting like this was the most horrible thing. You know, if we were the people that we were 50 years ago or 100 years ago, we would be looking back on this and going, wow, that was a pretty rough flu season. Yeah, that's exactly how we would have handled it. And you fucking people have allowed yourself to be terrified by everything you you have lost. And I'm not necessarily speaking to most of our listeners, but there's probably a handful out there. I'm talking to the the public in general. Yeah, you have lost your ability to put risk into its proper perspective. And you think that any minuscule risk is like the end of the fucking world and you've bought into it because there's a whole lot of people trying to sell that for their own power and their own profit. But the fact that you've bought into it is on you. It's not on them. It's on you because you bought into it. And if you look at things in retrospect, you go, Oh, well, I wasn't really a big deal. Was yeah. it, you know? And I don't, I know of a few people, a very few people who lost loved ones. Okay. Who probably would have lost those loved ones under normal circumstances anyway? In most cases, mm-hmm. but even for them, I think they have. If they were to take an objective look at it, they're going to go, "Yeah, it, you know, it really wasn't that big deal in retrospect." And they terrified, and they just they they just totally you know destroyed so many things that you know were once important to us. Now they're not needed. Well, that, and now they, that it's over, now that most people have started to realize, oh, it wasn't a big deal. They're just they're doubling over with trying to find new ways to 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 make you afraid. Don't be afraid. Yeah. You know? Well, and the other thing that they did on Except this, of AI. Looks and maybe aliens.
0: <laughs> and so what they did this week was, and again, if you can't see this as anything else but politically timed, I don't even know what to tell you, is that they just lifted all the mask mandates now. Right. If you're vaccinated, you don't have to get a mask. You don't have to wear a mask now. Right. Like, are you kidding me? Like, here's the thing. There is nothing that changed in the science this week. Nothing. There's nothing that changed this week. So you did this because inflation's going through the fucking roof, or there's a war in the Middle East. There's all these things that Biden can be blamed for. So instead of doing that, let's put out the you, you don't have to wear a mask. Uh, that was politically timed.
1: I don't... Give me the reason why they did it this week then. I think because people have started to disobey. I, I think... This people is were disobeying. Anybody. No, 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 no. This is this is more of a wag the dog. This is I think they made the collective decision that we can't we can't keep the people doing this anymore because they're, they're, there's going to be mass disobedience and they don't want to look bad because if they get to a point where they're saying everybody wear your mask, everybody wear your mask and nobody's wearing a mask and everyone's just like, fuck you, government, we're going to do what we want. They can't have that because that makes them look like they have no power. So, in order to look like they're still in control, they are saying, okay, the mask mandate is over. But the the reality is, is they know people are done with it. And that's really the bottom line.
0: Hmm. I don't know. know, No, let me give you an
1: anecdote. Let me give you an anecdote. Uh, My wife's salon this week made the decision that no more masks, okay? Don't have to wear a mask inside the Before the guidelines. Uh, right. Yeah, I think they did it like a week before the guidelines. Okay. Okay. So they took the signs down off the thing, and everyone was walking in with the mask, and then they would look around, see no one wearing a mask, and they say, "Oh, do, we don't have to wear a mask." No, take it off immediately. And that's what I'm saying, is everybody is now realized that you know everyone has is done with it. So what you have is the powers that be realizing that they've lost their control and so they don't want to look like they've lost the control so now they've lifted the mask mandate that is really what it is in my book i don't think it's as political as you think it is
0: uh, i think it's pretty
1: political no hold on Even, it, well it is in a on, way a that second. is political Easy but it's, it's, it's not Even partisan what you're political. talking about is political it is but and in it's a different way but
0: it's absolutely partisan right now though because the people on the left are still going to wear the masks
1: no they're not that's what i'm telling you
0: No, no they are there's people that came out and said, I'm still wearing the well, mask. Well, I understand that. I don't want to be looked at as but a I'm, conservative.
1: I'm talking about your rank-and-file Democrat is not wearing a mask right now. There are going to be some extremists, but, you know. You think, like, so you're non-political leftist is what you're saying. Uh, yes. Yes, exactly. You're just your Democrat not voter. The non-hacks, yeah. I got you. And that's what they care about. I mean, the, the political hacks are going to do what political hacks do. Yeah. But the uh, the rank-and-file American, both left and right, is done.
0: Yeah, hold so, on. I wanted to read this too. this came from this is an article. So MSNBC's Rachel Maddow on new CDC guidelines. She needs to rewire herself to not see unmasked people as a threat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is amazing how some people just reprogram themselves. And I know people personally that are just I don't I think it, it could take them years to get over that. Yeah, you know, or they may never. I think there are some people out there that will never not wear a mask again, just Maybe. like in Asia. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got that handful of Asians that, you know, wear a mask outside anywhere they go. Yeah. Hold on
0: here. Here's the full quote from her. This fucking another horrible, disgusting human. Yeah, she is. I feel like I'm going to have to rewire myself so that when I see someone out in the world who's not wearing a mask, I don't instantly think you are a threat. Matt, said. Or you are selfish or you are a COVID denier and you are definitely having haven't been vaccinated. I mean, we're going to have to rewire the way that we look at each other. You are looking at people that way, you disgusting
1: piece of trash. Hang on a second. No, no, I don't. I don't falter for that because I look at people the exact same way. Who aren't wearing a mask. Yes, I look at people who are wearing a mask as a threat to me because they are a threat to my freedom. You know what I'm saying? They are a threat to use the force of government against me to force me to do things that I don't want to do.
0: Yeah, I don't look at them that way. Now. I do. Here's the thing. If you just choose to wear a mask, I, I, you know, I don't care if you want to wear a mask, wear it. If you don't want to wear a mask, don't fucking wear yeah, it. Yeah, I
1: kind of feel that way. But by the same token, there's that underlying thing. You know what I'm saying?
0: I guess. But I don't really, like, I don't I don't look at it So that I way, actually,
1: but... even though I, I despise Rachel Maddow. I understand where she's coming from. Th- from I just have the polar opposite view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got you, I got you.
0: Now one of these things happened at the. Uh, <laughs> this is funny, by the way. So they passed this guidance, right? And then, so at the in the in, in the House chambers, there is a uh, Eric Swalwell was walking by, and one of uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene's staffers said to Swalwell. You know you can take the mask off. President Biden said you can take the mask off. Said that to him, right? It's kind of like you know, a, a, a giving him a you know, giving him a thing, right? And he's like, "Don't tell me what the fucking do," like, and got into it with the with the person, like, and and is not even like is not even upset, and like didn't apologize or anything. So what she said was, Biden says you can take off your masks. Dyer reportedly told Swalwell, to which the congressman replies, "Don't tell me what to fucking do." saw later confirmed the altercation happened and that he cussed out dryer. I had a mask on and stepped off the floor. He tweeted and aid with this person yelled at me to take my mask off. No one should be bullied for wearing a mask. So I told the bully what I thought of his order. Predictably he was speechless. I regret I wasn't more explicit. <laughs> that's a sitting congressman right now. Oh, that's nice. like what? A, here's the thing. First off, and it was, it was, it was, um, it was you know totally talked about by the um oh, what's the word for it uh, by other reporters that were there that right. the person just said to him and again biden said you can take the mask off that's not yelling at you that's not bullying you that's it's being a smart ass right but that's all it was and for Swalwell to go down the road that he went down only goes to show you that this piece of shit motherfucker right here cuz again i don't know what other word to say than other than piece of shit motherfucker Chinese terror or Chinese spy fucking whatever because you couldn't fucking keep your dick in your fucking pants, you piece of shit.
1: I don't even know who you're talking about.
0: Eric Swalwell. You don't remember this? You don't know this either? Oh, no. he had a Chinese spy on his fucking payroll or she was a fundraiser for him. Right. Like, <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. And he started uh, having a relationship with her. Literally every government agency has a Chinese spy on their pay- payroll. No, ah, I guess. Yeah, that's pretty much a standard fare.
0: But at any rate, for this guy to say what he said right there, It's just, really just goes to show you, decorum is gone. It's gone. And it would be behooven upon the congressman to actually act like a congressman when talking to a staffer or just ignore it. Like, you don't have to be a complete fucking asshole, but you are, so it doesn't really matter. And, you know, this is the same guy that wanted to nuke Americans that wanted to keep their guns. This is the same guy that wanted to nuke Americans because they wanted to keep their guns. Little fucking howdy doody looking motherfucker. Um, At any rate, so. I thought that one was a uh,
1: also. I something. think they should have a duel. I think we ought to bring back duels. So every time that uh, congressmen get in an argument, they can just you know do ten paces, turn, and fire. Are you yeah.
0: hoping that they just shoot each other and they both? Die? Every time, yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm hoping everybody wins those duels.
0: So now, hold on. Walmart also put out something that says that they are dropping. They're dropping the store mask requirements for customers and employees who are fully vaccinated. Okay. Now this goes into the next part of it here. So Walmart did a couple things here which I got to tell you I think is kind of funny. So what they're going to do is this. If you say that you got the vaccination, then you don't have to wear a mask. Right. So if you walk into in there, they're going to ask you, "Did you get vaccinated?" If you say yes, then they're going to say you don't have to wear a mask. They're not going to check but if you're an employee and you work there and you submit your paperwork that you have been vaccinated, that they're going to give you a big like a $75 bonus, like they're going to pay you 75 bucks in order to see it. Nice. So, but at the same time, if you just say that you like, right. if you just say, well, no, I was vaccinated. Yeah. My question for you, Adrian, is this, because it did bring up a question. Okay. When you walk into Walmart and they ask you, have you been vaccinated? What is your answer going to be?
1: I'm going to show them my vaccination card. I have a vaccination card. <laughs> do you really? Yeah, I do. <laughs> but no, I actually would probably just ignore them. You're just going to ignore them? Just keep So you're not by. going
0: to answer the. What if you had to answer the question?
1: Uh, I I probably wouldn't. You're just
0: going to say, I'm not I'm a, HIPAA, a HIPAA regulations bar you from being it for me? No, I probably just
1: would stare at them, you know long and hard until they became afraid or escorted me out. <laughs> I found that when somebody asks me a question in a public setting like that and I stare at them momentarily, they don't ask again. So, Do you have a specific stare in mind? It's kind of the one I'm doing right now. Really? Yeah. Hold on. Get away from the mic real quick and give me Okay. That might work. Yeah. It works pretty much every time. That works. Yeah, so
0: I'm surprised you don't try the like the the clipboard and the uh, <laughs> and the reflective thing.
1: No, nah, you don't and have start to asking them questions. Really, with a Walmart greeter, it's like you don't have to bring your a, a- game to outthink a Walmart greeter, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's, well, welcome to Costco. I love you. Hey, that's not like trying to sneak into a press conference. <laughs> or get on a plane right right <laughs> but yeah no i i just you know here's the thing I, i'm just going to pretty much ignore that and you know like maybe wave at them as i walk by and just continue walking i'm just going to you know blow by that and it's such and everybody knows it's such theater that nobody's going to chase you down and make you answer the question yeah that's you true. know what i'm saying yeah, that's true. That's i kind of the same way i would treat it if someone asked me uh you know if, if uh the border patrol asked me if i was a u.s citizen at a checkpoint I got gotcha. you. Know, you're not well, getting. You're not getting an answer to that question. Okay, so there's another. Okay,
0: so seventy. So Walmart's going to give seventy five bucks to anybody that get that, that gets it. Right. An employee that gets. It. An employee that gets it. Right. Ohio has decided that we're going to have a million dollar idea lotteries for vaccinations. Cool. So every week, everybody that got a COVID shot that week is going to be in a pool for a lotto, and whoever gets it will will get a million dollars. Right. Are you fucking kidding me? Like,
1: what? Where, where do I submit my vaccination card? <laughs> hang on How a second. How funny hang would it be, Hang by on the way. a second. I want to tell you, and a lot of people may not know this, but what a joke the vaccination card is. These vaccination cards are were actually, you know, printed by the CDC and just sent blank to, like, every drugstore in America. So every drugstore in America has stacks of these things. just And they're just filled out by hand. It's, it's, (laughs) it's not a very secure thing. This is the dumbest shit. I'm just saying, if, if you want to, if you don't want to get vaccinated and you want to have a vaccination card just in case, it is very, very simple to do so.
0: (laughs) Let me ask you a question. This lottery prizes for vaccination thing. This really sounds like it. it I'm going to enter it. Well, no, no. It really sounds like it should be on the idiocracy. Right. It should add to the idiocracy totals.
1: Right. So I'm just saying, you know, that might be an idiocracy point. That that could very well, yeah, yeah. So and that might detract a point from the uh, the Walking Dead, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because yeah, it yeah, does, no, you true. know, more vaccines, mm-hmm. less less probability of walking. Well, dead. hold on,
0: unless the more vaccines cause the.
1: Oh, that would be. Oh, yeah, so you, you, you really know, can't. You can't. That would be such a great dystopian irony. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Could you imagine that? If that's
1: what caused it. And then everybody that didn't take the vaccine. Oh, oh my God, that would be, I, I, you, you want to talk about making the, the, the human race much, much better.
0: Yeah. The only problem is there's some of the people that took the vaccine. I like,
1: them. yeah, my wife took it. Yeah. I don't want to see your wife. I, we all got to make sacrifices. Oh. <laughs> uh. All
0: right. So the other thing I wanted to do was I wanted to talk about, uh, on the COVID side, let's get through all the COVID stuff now too. So Rand Paul clashes with Fauci again over the coronavirus origins, and this has to do with the National Institute for Health and them funding something that's called um, uh, gain of function. So research. wait
1: a second, they're they're debating about the origins. I thought somebody fucked a bat or something.
0: Uh, I don't think that they were for sure about fucking a bat,
1: but no, that wasn't it.
0: Yeah. But at any rate, so the, let's see how I can say this correctly. So what happened was, is that every time that Fauci goes up for a hearing and Rand Paul gets to question him, right. he always has given him shit. Right. Like he's constantly giving him shit. And the thing is, this is that Rand Paul has all the data. Like when he asks a question, he knows the answer already. He oh, just yeah. knows Fauci's not going to answer it. He's going to lie. He's a
1: smart guy, medical doctor, you know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so, so. so uh, so Paul pressed Fauci on the theory that the novel coronavirus was created in a Wuhan lab and that somehow escaped either because of an accident or because it was deliberately released. And he goes, Senator Paul, with all due respect, you are completely and entirely, and com- you are entirely, entirely and completely incorrect. The NIH has not ever, does not now, fund gain-of-function research in the Wuhan Institute. Now here's- Wait, the th- wait,
1: wait, wait. Wait a second. He didn't actually answer the question.
0: Exactly. He
1: said the National Institute of Health does not fund- the Wuhan lab. Yeah. But Rand Paul was just saying, well, it may have originated there. He wasn't, was he necessarily implying that the NIH was responsible for it? He was saying that the
0: NIH was giving the Wuhan lab money. Okay. Which they were.
1: Yeah. I thought that was, but
0: this is why his that was response, in the budget. But yeah. his response was so specific, specific. Yeah. To say, we didn't do this. And that's all he kept saying, no matter what it was like, it was like Rex gotten jobs. Right. Like he, all he would do is keep saying the same thing over and over and over again. I, again, I really do at this point, there's something going on with Fauci. He needs to be completely investigated at this point. Oh, yeah, because without question. There is there is more to this than just like I don't know what more there is to it, but there's so much more to this one that we need an honest investigation of Fauci. And it should start yeah. really first off with putting him in jail right now just in case so we can <laughs> so he doesn't have to so we can't
1: destroy anything. Okay, yeah. It I, should
0: be solitary confinement. <laughs>
1: There is a little thing called due process that I. Well, oh,
0: no, no, you, you know you're right, due process. Um, but the thing about it is this: we need to stop him from being able to destroy any more evidence. So until then, in a moat, you know what I'm saying? Like, put him in the Tower of London. Yeah, in the Tower of London, somewhere, and then or 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 bullet in his head, kill him right now.
1: Yeah, yeah, that sounds a little extreme. I think it
0: might be, but yeah. I hate Doctor. I got to tell you again. I'm in a real fucking hateful mood today. I'm yeah. in a real fucking hateful mood. And I got to tell you, Dr. Fauci is definitely part of it. He is an evil fucking son of a bitch. And I, and I got to tell you, I'm looking forward to the fucking, I'm hoping that this revolution goes French and they start knocking off fucking
1: heads. <laughs> you're You're putting the blame on the wrong person, man. He would have zero power if nobody paid attention to him.
0: You're not wrong about that. You're not wrong about that either. But I can still
1: hate him. So I'm you gonna. can, but uh, you know, I I blame the people who uh, follow him.
0: And then the you NIH know? accuses Rand Paul of misinformation. By the way, so yeah. there You know, which is the new that's the new racist. So you know, right? The, the, the head of the NIH, um, they the sp-
1: they called Rand Paul fake news. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you got like. Yeah, it's just unbelievable. And everything well, that all Rand know, says
0: up there is all backed by fucking articles and, and research. Like he's he's not speaking out of school.
1: Right, right. Well, all I know is that if this virus really did come out of China and it was released intentionally to harm uh, the West, uh, you know, and to, to to kill Americans, essentially, you know, who is uh, China's biggest rival, biggest enemy from their perspective, um, then, uh, you know. China sucks at that <laughs> yeah. because it didn't do a very good job. I, I, I got to tell you, COVID worked about as well as that Chinese solar powered radio I bought. <laughs> lasted a year and only worked for uh, you know a couple of days.
0: <laughs> All right, so let us I want to get into I want to I want to get into one other thing too. By the way, so the CDC and again let's let's talk about the CDC. So the CDC published a technically true but profoundly misleading statistic about the chance of outdoor infection. The story is brought to us by New York Times journalist David Lennard in this morning, the morning newsletter. So when the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention released new guidelines last month for mask wearing, it announced that less than 10 percent of COVID-19 transmissions was occurring outdoors. Media organizations repeated the statistic, and it quickly became the scan, standard description of the frequency of outdoor transmissions. OK, so transmission.
1: less than 10 percent is what they said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. OK, what was it? Point zero zero three, which is technically less than 10.
0: Yeah. So the benchmark seems to be a huge exaggeration, as uh, Dr. Uh, Muge Sevik, a virologist at the University of Andrew, said. In truth, the share of transmissions that has occurred outdoors seems to be below one percent. Yep, I knew and it. And maybe below point one percent. I knew it. Epidemiologists or Epidemiologists say.
1: I knew it. I didn't read that article, and I I just could tell by the way they said that 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 even approaching ten percent just sounds utterly ridiculous. Yeah. You know.
0: Like, hold on. These are the people that we're supposed to be listening to. I know. These are the e- experts. It's it's a point zero one percent chance of infection. Right. And the CDC came out with less than ten percent. At
1: this yeah. point, you know how much how much point zero one is less than ten percent? A thousand times less. <laughs> yeah. Now here's the thing. This is
0: why at the end of the day, the next agency that needs to go is the fucking CDC. Mm -hmm. The centers for Z control is a corrupt organization. It does has no, it, there is look, I would trust anybody else before I would trust these fucking guys. If they came out and said that the sky was blue, I'd have to look outside to make sure because there's no way I'd believe a fucking word that they're going to say. I
1: I would trust them in one specific circumstance and that that's it. What's that? I would trust them if I was a tenant behind on my rent. (laughs) Oh. <laughs> then, then I'm loving the CDC <laughs> because they're telling my landlord they can't kick me out. <laughs> yeah. Again, and it, I, I hate to sound like a broken record on this, but you just can't believe any of this. You cannot trust any of it. And if you do, you have to understand that when somebody in government tells you something, And when most people in the media tell you something, they have an agenda. They are trying to control your thinking. They're not just presenting you with with unbiased and unadulterated facts for you to make your own decision. They are trying to shape your thinking. And this is, I, I tell you, this has accelerated so much over the past decade or so. The, so much
0: over the past two years, I think.
1: Well, even more so recently, it, it, it's it's like on an exponential curve. It seems you know yeah. this is a like hockey our, hockey like stick, our, like our debt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Very similar, um, but it, it's the attempts to control your behavior and your thinking are just it's everywhere you look, and that's why the more that happens, the more resistant you have to be to it. And the, really, the only way to do so is to, and this is important, don't necessarily believe the opposite, okay? If the government is trying to tell you to get vaccinated, don't immediately think that they're implanting microchips in you, okay? Or don't immediately think that the vaccine is going to kill you right away. But just realize... Do your own research. It takes a lot of thinking. Yeah. It, It takes... You have to think your way through these things, and so few people do. They just regurgitate what they see on the news. And God... I can understand. I mean, when I watch a news broadcast, which is I only do it once in a blue moon just to get a gauge of what's going on there because it's like it's useless waste of time. I do it so I know what, you know, is actually happening out there. It is. I can understand how people who subject themselves to that day after day become so conditioned to it. You know, it's they just they're dumping the fear. It's you're going to die of COVID. You're going to die of, uh, you know, uh, terrorism, terrorism. You're going to die of climate change. You know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's always that sort of thing. They're literally trying to keep you terrified because when you're terrified, you're dependent. Yeah. And you're dependent, and you're glued to the TV. Well, that's the other thing. The media wants you glued to the TV. The government and the global corporations want you dependent, mm-hmm. you know, and they want to control your behavior and, you know, your, your purchasing patterns and things of that nature. And they're all doing it. Yes. Yes. And they all have multiple reasons for wanting to keep you afraid. And and that's really what it boils down to. They just adjust what you everybody want to be Everybody benefits. Of. Everybody in power benefits from you being afraid and you being docile and compliant to what their recommendations are mm-hmm. you know and and that's really all it is and like the cdc like we talked about before the cdc backed off masks because counterintuitively it's an attempt to retain their power because they were they their their grasp on the people was slipping and they knew it and that's why they backed off you know? I don't think I it's a Biden think, thing. I think the it's, timing
0: thing. I still think the timing thing had had to do with it was a bad news week for Biden. If so, Trump
1: was still in office, well, maybe maybe the 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 week that they did it or the day that they did it that might have had a little bit of influence on it, but the general time frame they couldn't hang on to that much longer because if they well, continue if they continued to hang on to it and and the majority of the people were openly disobeying, it would take away from their power base dramatically. Because it would be a grand display that America is disobeying the government, and they can't have that.
0: Okay, yeah, I, I, they can
1: have a few people doing it, but they can't have it happening. Here's the thing: I'm
0: not saying that I'm not saying that that wouldn't be a factor at play either. But I think that the timing this week was done specifically for that. Maybe,
1: maybe the to actual hijacked
0: the news cycle more than anything else.
1: Eh, I don't know. Well, there's so much going on in the news cycle. I mean, we haven't even touched some of the things going on around the world right now oh yeah that are just chaotic but let's let's flesh this out because we'll get to all the other stuff in the second hour and, and folks by the way if you want to tune into the second hour go to patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage you get a whole lot more content uh, be a subscriber uh, you can sign up for as little as two bucks a month uh, for five bucks a month or ten bucks a month you get a whole bunch of swag including our uh, our new coin, yes. the Anarchist Guild coin, which is so awesome, it is beautiful good. thing. It was a big hit at my poker game last night. Nice, yeah. I showed the guys; they, they like that. Did they yeah. want to get one? Yeah. And, well, they asked me, what, "What's uh, what's 151? <laughs> I said, "Well, it's an REM thing, you know." So, but uh, no, they actually uh, did not. There's a coin, right? Right there. Uh, they, uh, not, I don't think any of them has subscribed uh, to it. Um, you know, they're they probably wouldn't be big fans of my philosophy. Generally, they're very. Confused and amused. Confused and amused by my my type of thinking. <laughs> Isn't that weird? You know, hey man, we we're, we're buddies. We play poker. We don't sit there doing a lot of politics. You know yeah, what I'm oh saying? No, I
0: try to stay away. from yeah. I try to I try to steer clear. Of we all drink of
1: beer it. and play cards and take <laughs> each other's money.
0: Every once in a while, like when I go to my poker game, every once in a while I might bring up some political stuff, but right. only if it's like I'm almost asked a question, right? And then I'm like, well. <laughs> and then I realize at a certain point, I'm like, yeah,
1: I'm up. I, I, I know. I generally give a real generic answer and try to couch it as much as possible because I, I just don't. All fucked up. I don't want to I go hate, into I it. I hate them all equally. Yeah. Yeah. I,
0: I, I catch myself saying that a lot. I hate them all equally. And you, you know what don't happens? though. You don't No, I don't. You don't No, I, I, you know, as I hate Republicans, I really fucking hate Democrats.
1: Yeah. Except neocons.
0: No, I hate. Neocons. I think you hate the
1: neocons the most.
0: I do hate neocons the most
1: which you'll find out about in the second hour. Oh, you, you don't want to go into it now. You got uh, we got another 9 minutes. I wasn't closing the oh, hour. Oh, Jesus
0: Christ. You were I thought it sounded like you were closing it out. No, I
1: wasn't closing the hour. I was I was trying to segue right. you, but I also wanted to, to let, you know, our listeners know that uh, you know, oh, that we, gotcha. we had a lot more in store for them.
0: Okay, okay. Oh, yeah, we'll go into this one cuz this one won't take very long anyway. So, during this week, the GOP, uh, the House GOP has now removed Liz Cheney from her leadership position of being in third place in the leadership position. So it's a shame. I love her
1: and she's so hot. No, she's not hot and I don't love her. No, I do. I hate her. Yeah, she's I, she might be my favorite up there. Uh, no, no. So
0: at any rate, though, so they they. Isn't she a carpet muncher? I don't. Yeah, I think she, I think I think she is. Well, so I, that, I, that, I don't hate her for that
1: reason. That makes it so much hotter.
0: Um, but at any rate, so she is now been sent back. And the reason it is because she was basically wouldn't shut up about Trump. Now, I don't like the reason that she was taken out. But at the same time, anytime you can take out a neocon, take them out. Like, you know, get rid of them because they are evil. And Liz Cheney is absolutely evil. And considering the way that her and Trump are going back and forth with another, this is the time frames where you kind of like it, where you kind of like Trump because like he just says shit there that is just kind of fun. You know what I mean? Like he just says, you know, like, like it's, It's just kind of funny. Now, don't get me wrong. They're not replacing her with anybody that's worth a shit. So it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. It's just getting rid of a Cheney. And you know what? That's a good time.
1: Yeah, I I just find it amusing that you're so, you still follow Congress so closely. I actually just had to Google Liz Cheney's picture to see if she's actually hot or not. Because I I didn't really recall. Oh. (laughs) And she is, I would say, uh, uh, probably a five. She's Uh, not actually hot. I don't know. So I just was saying that to you know, kind of get your goat. But I know, I know, I know. I just hate her.
0: I just, I, I look. I don't like the neocons. I hate the neocons. They are the worst fucking people on the planet. They are. If you want to blame somebody for why shit's all fucked up in this world, neocons are a good place to start.
1: Now, hang on a second, and I, I know I pretty much know the answer to this, but I want you to describe for our listeners what you define as a neocon. And I think it. I, I think for you, it boils down to one main issue: war. War. Yeah. No, no.
0: It's the people
1: that so, are willing to
0: send all of our send our American citizens right all over the world to try to keep on to this stupid fucking empire idea that they have, where they somehow think that by the ed, by the <laughs> by the end of a barrel of a fucking gun they can spread democracy around this fucking world, which they cannot do. Right. That they they utilize the 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 you know people's inherent patriotism to the country. To their own detriment when they won't go to war themselves, because they're a bunch of goddamn chicken hawk motherfuckers. Okay. I mean, with some exceptions. Rubio not being one of those exceptions, by the way. And Rubio is a neocon. Oh, And, wait, and about he's definitely that. a
1: chicken co- uh, And chicken he's definitely hawk. a chicken hawk. Yeah. Fucking scared little bitch. Well, um now see, I don't necessarily I don't know if I would make that the sole classification for a neocon, because I think a neocon almost exclusively has to be a Republican. You just hate you know hawks who are part of the military industrial complex as president eisenhower called him
0: no joe biden's a neocon hillary clinton's a neocon well they're, they're neocons no they're not too. cons
1: though Yet that's they thing. Are.
0: they're not no con stands for conservative i got gotcha. you well here's the thing we're blending those lines a little bit well, that's I'll what i'm saying yeah so that's, they're definitely on the con side when it comes to these things
1: that's why you know because you kept saying that joe biden is a neocon and i don't think you can classify him as that he's a hawk and he's a, a you know part of the military industrial complex and before his term is out i'm sure he's going to get us into a major war you know um and there's a, a lot of possible opportunities more this week and again we'll talk about that in the uh, the second hour but i think you're misusing the word neocon and I, it was it was kind of confusing to me for a while and and you know um i think it's confusing to our listeners so i think maybe you should clear that up with you hate hawks essentially yeah. You
0: know. Yeah, I guess I guess that's one way to look at it, but I'm so to call on the That's a though.
1: shitty thing to say hawks and doves too. You know what I'm saying?
0: Well, because well the reason that they use that though is because they want the people that are considered to be doves
1: to look like to look like they're weak. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because that because that's how they do it. Yeah. Oh, exactly. It's how you keep people in line.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that that's true. And that's why that was originally developed. And
0: that's why they both hate Trump so much. Why? Because he's not a neocon. Trump instinctively is not a neocon. He doesn't like the military-industrial complex per se. Right. Now he may not like it for egotistical fucking reasons. Like I'm go, I'll go with you there. But they don't like him for that reason. Liz Cheney's going after Trump not because he's a fucking threat to democracy she's going after trump because she's a neocon he's not a neocon and their goal is to rip out anybody out of office that is not a neocon whenever they get a chance to do it it's why they go after thomas massey it's why they go after Rand paul it, it, look this is the insidious swamp creature group of people that are up in dc and again that's yeah. why i put the the bidens and the clintons along because what Look, as long as they can keep the war going, they, they'll, they'll compromise with each other and everything else. Right. As long as they all agree that we're going to keep the war going. Right. Because they're, they're all making money off of that.
1: That is true. And and they're all, you know, players in the, the Halliburton and Blackwater universe, you mm-hmm. know. So I, that is true. But, I, again, I, I think the neocon, we, we might need a different word for that is is what I'm saying. Because I don't think neocon truly fits. Because I don't think that you can put a Democrat in the category of neocon. You know, it just doesn't work. And you have to remember that that Trump, I don't think <laughs> I don't think that saying he's not a neocon is actually a, a good justification because that dude was like asking his advisors, well, why can't we nuke people? <laughs> we have nukes. Why can't we use them? <laughs> you know what
0: I think that, I
1: that think that dude if someone pissed him off enough or you know, maybe called him and told it Look. If if uh, if Putin had said he had little hands, he would have nuked Russia.
0: No, I don't think he would have. <laughs> he would I have. don't think he would have. I think that some of that stuff is disinformation.
1: No, I don't think that one was. I think some I think of it that is, was actually. I, think, some of it is I think that was totally legit. That came from multiple sources who were in that meeting. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I believe that one.
0: Depends on how it was said, but at any rate, though,
1: that dude—that you have dude to agree to that do. you
0: have to agree that instinctually Trump wasn't a neocon.
1: No, it's. I think it's something different from that. I think, in, instinctually, Trump was thought of himself almost as a living god, and whatever he did was the right thing. Hmm. That's really what I believe. And if uh, if he was going to nuke somebody, then you know, uh, you know, so uh, shall, it, shall it be said, so shall it be done. You know, yeah. I, that's that's uh, kind of how I, I see him as how he did the entire thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you might be right. Anyway, that's our hour, folks. Like I said, if you want to listen to hour number two, go to patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage. Tune in there. Sign up to be a patron because, look, folks, uh, you know our kids need braces and shit. <laughs> 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 Dad, mama needs a new pair of shoes. Actually, my kids are all grown and all that, but you know, yeah, we we we, uh, we do this for you, basically for the uh, for the love of it, uh, but. You know, having a couple hundred bucks a month uh, in our pockets as well kind of helps. There you go. Yeah. So we'll see you on the other side.